I'm Maddie. And I'm Emma. And this is the Content Creatives Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. On today's mini-sode, we are going to be sharing three ways to drive engagement on Instagram. So if you're looking to change up your... your <laughs> if you're looking... We should just keep that in. My little blub here. <laughs> Never mind, Sam. Cut that out. On today's mini-sode, we are sharing three ways to drive engagement on Instagram. If you're looking to change up your content strategy and improve your engagement rate, this podcast episode is for you. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is what's one way you boost productivity? You go first. Okay. So (laughs) one way I boost productivity, you guys, is actually like spacing out times when I kind of just get up, walk around and do my workouts. And so before I start my day, I always walk my dog Boone. I've talked about that before. It's a great way where I start my mornings and I feel good and I'm outside and I get fresh air and then I start my day and then typically around lunchtime I'll do some sort of workout and I've found that like just working out in the middle of the day I think just helps wake me up mm-hmm. helps break things up and especially if I'm sitting for like more than four hours I like have to go do something and so for me just giving myself time and breaks where I can move my body, go on a walk, take a five minute stretch. That really helps me boost my productivity and yeah, actually stay focused. I think it really helps my brain like wake up. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like exercise is so helpful and even just moving like it literally just something as simple as a walk, even if it's not a run, like literally just moving is so helpful for things like that. And for me, like productivity wise, like I like to have like all my to do's like written out because for me, like I just, my brain works in a little bit of a weird way. Like sometimes like I'm motivated to do certain things and not others. So I like to try to do one thing at a time and have like a big to-do list where I've blocked off my day that I'm doing certain things. And if I'm more in the mood to do another task than I am the other one, I know I'm going to do it faster because I'm more in the mood to do it. So as weird as that is, like I'll block off time to do tasks and then I'll choose the task that I am in the mood to do like when I'm about to do it. And then I also like if I am going from my nine to five to Instagram work like that to me, like especially if it's something like taking photos or something more creative needs to be broken up, like especially if I've had a busy day at work, like yesterday was a great example. So overwhelming, like I worked overtime, like it was so like such a long day. I had so many things going through my mind and so many thoughts going through my mind. And so Sam and I to break the day up literally went on a 40 minute walk to a brewery and just grabbed a beer What was 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back grabbed a beer, came back, and I was all ready to edit Instagram photos because my mind had been cleared. So little things like that where you just take a walk, take a break, break up your day. So helpful. And I think one thing we we've talked about this before on the podcast, you guys, but like if you're feeling like you're dragging or you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling stressed, those are all signs where we know you have things to do and things you want to accomplish. But just take that quick check in with yourself take a walk, grab a beer, grab a coffee, like take a five minute stretch, right? Like all these things where you are listening to your body, listening to your intuition will help you boost productivity. So you guys will have to let us know and share with us if you have any productivity tips on our podcast, Facebook group and on Instagram. So let's jump in to three ways to drive Instagram engagement. 
um, to drive Instagram engagement if you're looking to change up your content strategy and just boost it on Instagram. So tip number one, you guys, is to create savable content. So if you guys have heard me on Instagram stories, I talk about savable content a lot. Savable content is any photo or video or piece of content that has been saved by your audience. You know if your audience is saving your content by looking at the analytics of each post. Here are a few examples of savable content um, that you could experiment with if it applies to your niche, or you could actually kind of just rewrite the these types of examples and make it work for your niche or content pillar. So sharing a review or recommendation, people save this type of stuff, you guys. Oh, absolutely, Like yeah. if you are sharing like a review of an experience. And so for example, I think one thing we, I just posted on Instagram um, yesterday was the drive-in movie theater, right? And like how much fun that was. And when tickets go on sale, like I talk about as a life, you know, lifestyle content creator, like talking about different experiences and sharing my recommendations and reviews. I know people really value that. Yeah. Another example of this, um, I did a blog post on Mother's Day activities around the greater Seattle area. Um, that specific blog post actually did fairly well. I had friends and family reshare it on Facebook because totally applicable. People are looking for Mother's Day ideas yeah. to do with their families, right? And like it was six different recommendations on where to go and how to celebrate Mother's Day. But again, you can take reviews and recommendations and make it your own. Another example of savable content is sharing a healthy snack recipe with a list of ingredients and steps. Food content creators, the ones who realize that like, oh, my audience like wants this and I'm going to continue to share ingredients and steps. This does so- look at Pinterest. Yeah. Pinterest is a huge, like literally the place to go for savable content. And look at that's exactly people pin content to save to and refer back to. And this also works on Instagram. Yeah, like just think about the kind of thing like that's what I always do when I think about savable content. I just think about what are the kinds of things that I save because I know that my audience is very similar to me, like in or at least resonates with my pillars that I talk frequently to, which I'm passionate about. So in that way, they're similar to me. Then I think about the things that I save and I'm like, I save photo shoot locations. I save beautiful dresses that I want to like come back and purchase. Selkie's a great example of like my Selkie dress collection. Anytime I post a Selkie dress the saves are through the roof. And I I genuinely think that's because that's something that like people want to come back to because it is like more of like a you save up for that piece. And I think that's something that you can come back to for like fashion or wardrobe inspo. And so just think of the things that you personally save. I think that's a really great way to create savable content. And then the last example you guys of savable content is sharing an instructional workout video or routine that you can do at home. I think one thing that we saw last year when the pandemic first broke out fitness content creators blew up through the roof like i remember seeing established youtubers get even more popular double the amount of views and double amount of their audience like i like people growing like by like thousands yeah thousands because they were creating savable like workout routines you could do at home and i even saw some fitness creators pivot and like make apartment workouts apartment friendly workouts where you're not making a bunch of noise and I was like that is so 
so smart to do. So again, what Maddie had said, if you aren't sure where to start with creating savable content for your content pillars and your niche, we recommend just taking a step back and ask yourself why you're saving content at Instagram. And like what Maddie said, right, like we save places that we want to take photos at or we save dresses and outfits that inspire us for us to plan our future creative photo shoots. And then tip number two is to create shareable content. So shareable content is basically any video or photo that has been reposted or reshared by your audience. Some examples of shareable content are entertainment, like fun graphics, memes, cartoons, things that make people laugh. Think about all like the funny cat videos. Yes. <laughs> and like, the, I mean, there's so many like TikTok videos that I find that I'm just like, this is hilarious. I need to post it like it, for whatever reason. Like it's just, you know, like you didn't create it, but it's just something fun that you want to share with other people, like things like that, where you see that and you really just want to share it for a good laugh or just like kind of show off part of your personality like those are really great forms of content to create artwork and digital artwork and quotes are also really great examples of some things like if it has like a message that people are really trying to like you know like get behind or can relate to um there is one time one content creator who i've seen um who's more like faith religious space like that's the type of content that she creates completely pivoted and just makes like digital like i guess she does have some like artwork in that but it's Mm -hmm. more like quotes and like there has grown tremendously and because it's, it's shareable if you see a quote that you resonate with that day what do people do? They share it on Instagram stories. And then they go to that account and they follow because they want to see that kind of content because they want stuff to share. People want their own content to share. So stuff like that is super helpful. Similar to that, aspirational photos and videos, you know, think beautiful landscape, city shops, other hashtag travel goals, like things like even like selkie dresses, like something that you like, you know, like, oh my God, I love this dress. Like, you know, things like that. Like the more your audience reshares your content, the more people that you are going to reach. FYI, one of Instagram's main factors in explore page rankings is relationship. So if your audience is normally content commenting, liking, resharing your content, your photos and videos will rank higher in their feed. And tip number three, you guys, is ask for recommendations. So one way to drive conversations and engagement on Instagram is to ask your audience for recommendations if you're looking for new places to eat in your city or if you're looking to explore a new city for the first time. People love sharing their own reviews and recommendations. Like, look at Yelp, you guys. Yelp is literally a review recommendations (laughs) platform. And even Google added that. Uh, Yes. You know, like, it's clearly really important to people to understand what others' experiences were at certain spots. So when you ask for recommendations, you'll hopefully drive those conversations in your comments or even you're able to move that into DMs. Um, And hopefully as, you, you know, people get comfortable and like continue the conversation, especially within DMs, right? You can ask people why they recommend that restaurant or that spot in that city and you can develop and build a better and deeper relationship with your audience. So if you guys enjoyed today's episode, we also recommend listening to episode 21, eight ways to increase your engagement on Instagram. We dive into eight different ways to increase your your engagement rate. 
Thank you guys so much to listening to this week's podcast episode. We'd love to connect with you guys on Instagram at the Content Creatives Podcast, our personal Instagrams at Embus Edition and at Mad Cray. Let us know what you thought of this week's mini-sode and any future topics that you want covered. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.